Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here on PHNX. Of course, we are brought to you by the fine folks at the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. My name is Derek Monti. Of course, I'm your mayor of PHNX, and I'm joined by the sheriff of PHNX, the one and only Michaela Perkins. The sheriff. I think I get a new position every time I come on this podcast. Well, I mean, (laughs) we wear a lot of hats around here, right? We already knew that. We already know that you take on so much when it comes to this uh, wonderful company we work for. And we thank you for your presence here to talk about baseball. We know that Jesse is on the road. We know Jesse has a moving van full of crap and has a whole thing to deal with. But we're excited for him uh, to join us here in Phoenix very soon. More importantly, though, Mac, I'm excited to be here with you. I got a... I got a wow joy bus from our friends at Four Peaks Brew ready to celebrate. And it was a big weekend. We kind of laughed about it. We, I'm not going to say we predicted it, but we said, watch the Diamondbacks after struggling against some of the worst teams in the National League come in here against one of the best in the American, American League and step up. And they did exactly that. Yeah, they sure did. They um, uh, proved me right when I said that I wouldn't be surprised if the Diamondbacks beat the Twins. So, so, you know, baseball's so weird. Such a strange team. Very weird. I don't really know what to think about this other than it was awesome. And I'm happy that they beat the Twins. And um, what a strange team, but I love them nonetheless. And um, happy Father's Day to you, Derek. Hey, I know you're a dad, so thank happy you. Father's Day. And happy happy Father's Day to all of our all of our fathers that follow us, all of our dads. We appreciate you guys. Uh, an underrated holiday. It's ranked 20th for most celebrated we need to bump that up we can't we can't have father's day be below arbor day right so there's not do we need to address <laughs> some of these things but i appreciate you uh i wouldn't be here if i wasn't a dad i tell people that all the time but one of my main motivations in life was having a daughter and wanting to be able to tell her that i did something more interesting with my life than work at a bank and it's not to say that working at a bank is 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 a bad thing. I enjoyed it for almost 20 years, but I I did foresee, like I, I saw going to like, you know, uh, like parents day and talking about my job and watching small children just fall asleep while I talked to them about it, which <laughs> yeah. I would have completely understood. Right. Yeah. So uh, she motivated me. She, she inspired me to be more uh, just so that she was something proud of, you know, and here I am now uh, talking about a wonderful Arizona Diamondbacks team. Talk about father's day. What a wonderful treat for not only all of the players' dads, but specifically for Buddy Kennedy's dad, who had just a fun weekend there at Chase Field, not only watching his son get called up and make his major league debut, but make several firsts, including today with his big first career home run that happened to be a grand slam. Yeah, I mean, could you ask for a better Father's Day present than that? Not only getting to watch your child, who you supported throughout their entire career from t-ball to little league to middle school to high school baseball all the way through the minors and then finally the majors i mean how cool what a cool moment that is but then to watch your kid not only make it to the major league level but then to hit a home run and then his first home run be a grand slam i literally couldn't have written it up better like that's like a storybook like somebody needs to make a start the documentary right now right now right now (laughs) i mean i saw one of our one of our uh uh twitter followers said like get let's get the statue ready let's he's ready let's let's put him in the history books he's already there right because it feels like that i mean and we have so much more to talk about with bunny buddy because we have been big fans of his for a while we've actually been talking to him since arizona fall league and minor league so to you know to have one of our guys that we've kind of supported and just befriended 
doing this thing make it to this level is very special to watch i can only imagine how his family felt watching this weekend and i have a wonderful story about his mom i can't wait to share but we'll get to that shortly i wanted to talk more about this game though in this series because christian everybody stepped up right but christian walker made the ultimate sacrifice christian walker went out there he shaved his beard off clean shaven christian walker and he hits two home runs in today's game so now christian walker bears the unbelievable weight now look at that baby <laughs> face he, this uh, guy really this guy now has to keep this clean shaven for god knows how long until he, he stops really hitting he can't grow beard like, back. you can't even tell that that's christian walker um, no. for all of you that don't know because he either wears a hat or a helmet he also is bald so he's yes. like a little baby naked mole rat out there and <laughs> it's really interesting because i'm so not used to it when he came out to the plate at first i was like who is that? Like, is that Noho Hank? Somebody else is that Noho Hank from Barry? Who like, is that guy? Yeah. Completely no, unrecognizable. But hey, I mean, I guess it works because, like you said, he hit two home runs and um, he's now the twins' daddy. So shout out to Christian right. Walker. Um, I guess nice sometimes shaving your beard works. You know, you never know. <laughs> you know, the thing about it is that uh, players are so superstitious, right? So we joke yeah. about him not being able to shave going forward, but he probably won't shave for quite a while. Like this is probably going to be his reality for some time now after hitting two home runs in a single game. I mean, Christian Walker, he's been outstanding for this team, but it's still wild to me he, that he's hitting 201 with 18 home runs. I did the math on it close to 30 over 37% or 38% of his hits. So almost 40% of his hits are a home run. It either goes for a single, maybe sometimes a double or a triple, but most of the time it's going over the fence. It's kind of wild. And I think we need to start the Christian Walker for the home run derby push now. I mean, I'm down. I'm down. I'm, he's locked Christian in. Christian Walker to the home run derby. <laughs> I'd love to see it. Um, here's, but here's, I think that's kind I of been like. Oh, go ahead, Flair. I was going to say that's been the story of the Diamondbacks. It seems like they, the Diamondbacks only know how to play long ball, and Christian Walker is just, like, adding to that. He's just, like, a symptom of the team, like, only being able to hit home runs. So not surprising since the Diamondbacks uh, are struggling to play short ball. But, um, hey, long balls are great, too, especially when your team wins. So <laughs> It's just weird, right? I mean, it, it's not to say, like, oh, they can't hit or whatever, you know, the, the, their power was completely absent last year, right? But when you look at the metrics and you look at their hits, they're probably doing very similarly to what they were doing last year, <laughs> bless you if, you, if you take out the home runs, right? Because last year they just yeah. lacked power. Everybody, nobody was hitting the ball for power last year. And now I'm. it feels like, you know, singles, doubles, triple-wise, they're doing about the same, but the home runs are crazy. I mean, when we talk about them leading the National League and home runs on the road and and other factors that we didn't didn't think we would see out of this team. As a matter of fact, I loved in game one of this series because Carson Kelly hit leadoff, and we got all of these uh, tweets to us about why. Why is Carson Kelly hitting leadoff? Ah, this team's so bad that Carson Kelly's hitting leadoff. Carson Kelly did awesome especially against lefties but he killed it in that game and so did jordan luplo jordan luplo had two home runs in that game in that first game so the diamondbacks have been getting a lot of run support uh from from the long ball like you said and it's it's bizarre to see uh especially considering that they kind of live and die by it right when we when they're not hitting the home run ball that's when we see what we saw in game two where they absolutely got trounced 
Yeah, it's been an interesting, like I said, this whole this whole year and this team just in general is just like <laughs> very interesting. They've got a lot of little quirks about them that you try to figure out and you think you finally have an answer and then they do something else and you're like, okay, well, I know nothing. <laughs> Nicholas Batty just had a great comment and like that was that that uh, they had a few homers, but they had a good amount of bunts for runs and hits. It felt like the most balanced offensive attack of the year. It was absolutely right. I mean, I actually thought one of the hits, I think, by Jake Hager was like just a check swing that happened to go. But after seeing it on the replay, it was very deliberate. And the Diamondbacks were doing anything they could to get base runners. They were doing whatever they needed to in order to score runs. And it and and it showed in, in Friday night's game. Today's game uh, on, on Father's Day was a bit more of a of just a mashing, right? We have the Christian Walker yeah. home runs. We had the Buddy Kennedy grand slam. So a, a lot of the home run. Yeah, that's right. And so a lot of it was just generated off by the power today. But I will say this, that um, it's still, there's still some question marks when it comes to this team um, and and the starting rotation. Now, Merrill Kelly was outstanding after a rough first inning today, right? Merrill Kelly did what we've seen Merrill Kelly do, where he gets a little bit shaky and then manages somehow to lock, dial it in and and be on track for the rest of his start. But Luke Weaver uh, really had a rough outing, and I don't know who to blame that on because it was Luke Weaver's (laughs) first start of the year since last year. And, you know, I, I don't know if letting him go as long as that, as long as Lavallo let him go was, was the right answer. I felt like, I mean, when, when the Diamondbacks were getting behind and he was giving up some runs, he was kind of getting singled to death in the third inning. I thought that, that we see them move to the bullpen a little bit quicker than they did. And they just they, they let themselves get so far behind that they, they couldn't catch up. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think I understand where Tori was coming from. So I'm gonna do my best to like read Tori's mind and like sure. explain it. Um, I'm putting on my like tinfoil hat and yeah, I'm like, reading Tori Lavelle's mind. Put like, on your Tori fedora is a your. Um, yeah. I think I, I think I understand why they let him go as long as he did. Like you said, it was his first start of the year. They had won the game yesterday and they didn't really burn through much of their bullpen. So yes, they could have gone to some other relievers in their bullpen, considering they only right. used three the night before. Um, but I think they really just wanted to let Luke kind of go out there, figure some stuff out, get the feel for being out there again. And, you know, they've really had to try to figure out what to do in that fifth rotation spot. And I think a part of them wanting to see what to do with that fifth rotation spot was just kind of like throwing Luke Weaver out there and saying, okay, go pitch, like do your best and like, we'll see what happens. Um, so I think I kind of understand why they did it. Obviously he was really struggling. His first two innings were incredible. Like, Um, He got, you know, four quick out or three quick outs in the first inning, three quick outs in the second inning, besides that first uh, base hit that he uh, let up in the first inning. So the first two innings, he was great. And then obviously the wheels fell off the wagon really, really fast after that. But I think a lot of that just, he just, I think Tori just wanted him to get out there again, get a feel for pitching again. Um, Like I said, there wasn't too much pressure because they had won the game before. So even if they lost that game, they saw the chance to win the series. Um, So I think I kind of get it. And I don't think I'm too mad at it. And another thing, too, that I wanted to bring up is I, <laughs> Caleb Smith made me eat my words um, in that game, too. And I didn't want to let him go and notice because he had a really, really strong, um, like, middle reliever outing. Like, he was out there for a, quite a few innings um, in relief, and he did a really great job, too. He threw, so. like, 80 pitches or something like that. Like, he basically threw a starting outing. And, yeah, yeah he, he, he basically, wasn't yeah. He wasn't perfect, right? But he kept them in the game, you could say. And he did a much better job than Luke Weaver did. 
Uh, yes. That's, he, he's Caleb Smith is still a really weird case to me, right? Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to do a lot of apologizing on this episode because I just <laughs> seem to piss people off. But I've called Caleb Smith a psycho at times because of his demeanor and the way that he comes across. But he really is the nicest guy when you meet him. And I know that's like every bit of who he really is. He's just a very intense competitor when he's out there, right? We saw a couple of weird cases, you know, obviously the thing with his glove last year and some other things that kind of made me give him that psycho like uh, personality. Right. But Caleb Smith is a guy that honestly, I think deserves more opportunities. And if anything, if nothing more, he has been that guy for this team, right. That can come in in a, in a game like this where the starter can't go very long and at least give the team an opportunity to potentially come back. This one was out of reach before he came in the game. So you can't yeah, the game was lost it. before he even got in there. So <laughs> it reminds you know it reminds me of it reminds me of like a bet on DraftKings Sportsbook where your team is losing, right? And you want to cash out, but like when do you cash out, right? Like okay, I've already lost more than half of the money I put in for this bet. Do I want to just call it now and and reduce? you know, the damage that's been done, or do I just let it ride and see if this team I bet on comes back before the end, right? I got caught all up in that with the Celtics series because I cashed out on the Celtics before they turn around and won their, their comeback game. And then my head was all messed up for the rest of the <laughs> for the rest of the series, right? So it's like sometimes making that call on whether it's too soon to try to limit uh, limit the damage, or if you just want to say, well, fuck it, we're this deep now. He's already given up five runs. He's already given up six runs, however many. Let's let's let him finish the day or let's let him get to the pitch count or whatever, right? So I, I don't really know which way is the ideal way to go there because, you know, I, I felt like the Diamondbacks, they only produced one run. They were most likely going to lose that game regardless. Like you said, maybe letting him go out there and just have his outing build on, you know, build up those those mental calluses, right? Like, well, I'm out here. This game, I blew this game, but I still have to pitch and I still have to get some out. So, like, let's do this. Just kind of helps you maybe get in a better place as a pitcher uh, to to not like have that fear of failure so much when you go out there on the mound. You're not, you're never going to be perfect. But what the Diamondbacks pitchers are really good at is when they do get themselves into some situations, they they bounce back. Like we said about Merrill Kelly in today's game. Yeah. Today's game didn't look great, especially the way it started out right out of the gate. And Merrill yeah. Kelly bounced back nicely in this one, and it's something the Diamondbacks uh, pitchers have been able to do. I will say, though, when that happens with Merrill Kelly, I never go too far down a negative path because I True. feel like Merrill Kelly, like having a bumpy start at the beginning, is more common than him not having a bumpy start at the beginning. Like, there's just something about him where <laughs> right. he goes out there and, like, the first, like, one or two innings, you're like, holy shit, like, buckle yeah. up. But then he, like, magically works his way through it. So I'm never surprised when that happens with Merrill Kelly. I've actually come to expect it. And when it happens, I'm just like, breathe, and then everything's fine. <laughs> it's the ones that he doesn't do that in that are most surprising, right? Like, because you're right. I yeah. think about that, and I don't. I don't hit the panic button on Merrill Kelly's. Zach Gallen is another guy that I don't tend yeah. to hit the, the panic button on. But um, a, a, a third guy that I don't hit the panic button on. So we're, we're going to go to this. We're going to do this. I'm not going to leave Christian Walker out there just baby-faced, you know, in, in the wind all by himself. So speaking of Madison Bumgarner, I unearthed some pictures of some Arizona Diamondbacks players who were also beardless at one time in their MLB career. Look at oh, this guy. Who the hell this. is this guy? I hate this so much. This oh, my God. I'm uncomfortable. This is Caleb Smith. This is oh Caleb Smith in his first season with the New York Yankees uh, in New York, bald face, baby face, hitting the clubs, looking like that. Uh, and Noe, 
No, I, you know, I know he's one of those guys that I feel like looks the same with or without a beard. Yeah, but, he does uh, look the same. Still with handsome, a beard. regardless. Uh, um, but let's I... let, let's put that uncomfortable picture of Christian Walker back up there. No, I hate this oh, so man, much. Yeah, I hate this that. So Soak much. it in. Oh, okay. Listen, I hate this for so many reasons. I hate it because I love facial hair. Like a facial hair thing is just like a must. Like if I'm going to be interested in you, you have to have a beard, like a full, like a full facial hair thing going on. Like Charlie Blackman's like face stash, like his hair, like merging into his like face. Like Like, literally love facial hair. And so it hurts my heart when guys get rid of it. Cause I'm like, Oh no, like, but also I hate it even more when it's forced upon them. Like the Yankees making their entire roster be clean shaven (laughs) is the dumbest rule on the face of the planet. (laughs) They are grown ass men and you're going to tell them they can't have facial hair. Are you kidding me? It is the dumbest thing in the whole world. I hate that rule. And I wish the Yankees would just get rid of it because those poor men going to the play for the Yankees and then having to shave their identity. Like, Oh, it's, it's, it's twofold because one, it's like this weird power trip by the organization to decide on what you look like uh, and, you know, control those factors about you. But two, it's also, I mean, it's not, it's not more intimidating to be bald faced. So I don't understand why you would want that. Like I want my players to be grizzled veterans is what I want them to be. I want you to be terrified to, to bat against my squad. I mean, right now we got some baby face, baby backs going on in this team. That's all right. We'll get them there. I can't wait until Alec Thomas grows his full beard because it's going to be outstanding. But yes, I'm with you. Uh, Facial hair for everybody. I don't know, though. I think everyone has to shave now, Mac. I think that with the day that Christian Walker had bald faces for everybody. No. Everybody walking off that plane in in San Diego, just fresh-faced and, you know, a bunch of razor cuts and stuff. Uh, By the way, speaking of Alec Thomas, extends his hit streak to 11 games. Today, he was moved up to the two-hole. Folks, he was moved up to the two-hole. We did it! We did it! The baby backs are here! It is time for the baby back era to begin. For real, man. And I mean, how refreshing is it to see guys like Thomas and Kennedy have the success they're having, right? Because baseball is this weird sport. Sometimes you got to wait for the stars to come up. But I feel like what you're seeing across baseball is more of this, right? We're seeing it with all the young studs coming up, all the excitement, you know, today uh, pirates announced that O'Neill's getting called up. There's a lot of excitement really around for baseball the Tigers right yesterday. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's really cool. And I do want to say though, I do consider Paven a baby back. I know that he's been in the majors for longer than Buddy Kennedy and Alex Thomas, obviously, but Paven was the first round pick for the Diamondbacks not yeah. too long ago. And I hate that he's been struggling because I think the Diamondbacks hedged so much of their like potential, on him and so i really am glad that he got that home run today and now hopefully he can start getting more of an offensive groove because i think he was hitting around like 190 before today yeah. um and that's like not good to see so i'm well, hoping that paven can like join alec and buddy and be like elite baby back like yeah. no i'm with you i'm with you i mean i still think about how many uh veteran players i've seen talk about how good paven smith knows the strike zone and how yeah. how keen his eye is right but yeah that's not reflecting right now in his 194 batting average christian walker also not a great batting average 201 but he is hitting the ball very long and very hard and we'll take it uh for now but of course if you guys haven't signed up yet we have to remind you to go sign up at gophnx.com that way you get all of our wonderful content that we got coming out uh jesse is going to be here soon and we'll have 
uh, quite a few more articles going out there per week. So if you've enjoyed the D-backs content so far, strap in because it's ramping up. Uh, we're excited for that. And of course, if you haven't signed up to become a member already, you can get a annual membership over at the, uh, excuse me, go phnx.com. You'll get your free t-shirt at the phnxlocker.com. That's why I was thinking of this beauty right here that you get. Not only can you get this t-shirt, but you can get any t-shirt of your choosing over at go ph or at the phnxlocker.com. Uh, once you sign up, if you're not interested in an annual membership, you can get a month to month membership and you'll get your first month for just 50 cents. Regardless of the membership you choose, you will get access to our members only discord, which is popping during games after games. We were excited, screaming about stuff today, making decrees that everybody had to shave in the in the discord. It's fun. Uh, also, you'll get members only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com. So even if you don't get your free T-shirt, you'll still get a dis- discounted one uh, as a member. So sign up, become a part of the family and yes chris says discord for days and that's what we got that's what we got around here d-backs discord for days uh but we wanted to talk more about buddy kennedy obviously and his big day i am saluting buddy kennedy with my joy bus wow from four peaks brew because this is my uh this is my favorite the joy bus wow wheat Uh, of course there are a bunch of wonderful four peaks brews to try shout out to our friends that were at the game today trying them out for the first time uh, I went to the Four Peaks draft room the other day. I, I was telling Jesse this, Mac, they wouldn't let Baxter go with me into the bar. He totally wanted to, but I get it. He had like carts to drive and stuff. I'm still He's mad. Was, what a wonderful weekend <laughs> me and Baxter could have had in the Four Peaks draft room. But of course, make sure that if you are looking for Four Peaks near you, you search your grocery store, convenience store, wherever near you. Not only can you go to the Four Peaks brewing company uh, locations near you but you can also go uh, to your local grocery store and pick up one of their fine varieties of four peaks brew uh, because i love it and of course you have to be 21 and over uh, to enjoy and you got to enjoy responsibly that's the biggest thing but on father's day this is all i wanted see i got i'm i'm, I'm ready i'm ready for father's day i got a little uh pool set up in the backyard mac to that's my size like and when i say my size it's about six feet long just big enough for me to sit in all by myself. It sounds selfish, but it's Father's Day, right? So I get to I get to be selfish on Father's Day. Uh, but yes, we drink at work. What's what? Yeah. So it's because is a bobcat. Bobcats have bobcats can't have alcohol, Derek. What? We should know better. I didn't know that. <laughs> I had no idea. It's probably it probably is bad for their digestive system. But uh, I'll tell you what's good for everyone's digestive system is seeing the weekend that Buddy Kennedy had. Uh, called up on Friday, got his first career hit, uh, gets his first career extra base hit in Game Two with a triple. And then, of course, caps it off with the big Grand Slam home run. Join uh, Geraldo Perdomo as the two Diamondbacks that get their first home runs as Grand Slams both this season, which is very exciting for the aforementioned uh, baby backs. But just a wonderful, wonderful weekend for Buddy Kennedy. Somebody, like I said earlier, who you know we've been covering for a while. We interviewed and talked to him before. Buddy's just been a great guy. He's just a really down-to-earth guy, uh, super humble uh talks about his friend mike trout a lot so we give him shit about that about picking up the names he's dropping but mike trout was a huge influence in his life and a big reason why he got to this point in his life because of mike trout he even talked about before his first start the other day about how influential mike trout was in 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 his career just recently like this offseason one day he called him up and was like hey you want to go work out and it was snowy it was cold you know uh, the streets were kind of covered with snow in New Jersey and, and buddy didn't want to go. And like, you know, he got that, he, he got that 
inspiration from his friend Trout, who was basically told him like, hey, this is this is the difference between the guys that make it and the guys that don't, right? Tra- training when everybody else is asleep, you know, never, never giving up, never using excuses, uh, you know, it's like the weather, anything to not get out there. And, you know, uh, again, it's, it's interesting to see how much of an influence Trout has been on him because we just think of Mike Trout as being this godlike baseball player who is excellent at hitting the ball. And we never really consider all of the hard work that someone like him puts into it. And Buddy reminds us of that through these stories. He tells us about how much Trout works out, how much he works out, and uh, how big of an impact that's had on him getting to this point. It's just so much fun to watch him have this weekend that he had. His parents were here, talked about that. His mom, um, by the way, who we have interacted with on Twitter, and she's just a wonderful baseball mom, it was she. It was the most wholesome moment, Michaela, I've ever seen in my life. This was before the game. His family was in the visitor section where you would go in uh, pregame and get like autographs and stuff on the field. And uh, Buddy comes over from taking ground balls and doing batting practice. The first thing his mom says to him is, "You got your pants dirty." And then this wonderful interaction between the two happens, which couldn't have been more mom and son where he was, he was like this close to just being like, mom, stop it. Like he was that close to just saying that, right? Because his mom was doing the momly thing and he's trying to be, you know, professional baseball player. Hey, I'm going to get my pants dirty. I was doing some, you know, taking some ground balls and stuff. And, you know, mom just wants him to look perfect going out there in his first, you know, at bat and his first time on the field. It was adorable. But um, Kennedy just, again, special day the grand slam on father's day with his father in attendance uh who also by the way won his game uh which they showed in between innings uh his father participated in a uh one of the diamondbacks like games at the at 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 chase field uh between him and alec thomas's dad alan and he won so it was just an all-around w for the kennedy family today at chase field you love to see it congrats to the kennedy family what an awesome weekend it's 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 so much fun. And of course, uh, we have no choice but to make Buddy Kennedy our king of the series because what a series he had. 300 batting average in the three games, uh, four RBI, three runs scored, the big home run. Uh, and just, I mean, honestly, lots of playing time for the young man who we were kind of surprised to see get called up. Uh, as a matter of fact, thinking back upon our last show that we did, we were still kind of uh, like it was still in speculation based on Gambo's tweet if Buddy was in fact going to get called up. So um, with it's just incredible how much has happened between Thursday and today. I can only imagine what, what he's going through with all of this stuff happening in such a short period of time. Yeah, it's crazy to think about, but I'm super happy for Buddy. What an awesome weekend, and congrats to the Kennedy family. What else That's do you right. ask for? He told he said he took him to the team shop before game one, by the way, and he got his um he's got his discount. So everything's good. He got you know, he's he's got the major league baseball player discount. So very happy for him. And again, our king of the series. Uh we we could make it the whole Kennedy family, but we're just gonna give it to Buddy, of course. But uh you guys, we are spending our weekend at home. I'm at home, I'm enjoying some OG's gummies. That's what I what I wanted to do on Father's Day was enjoy a wonderful variety of OG's gummies and stay home. And I got to do that, Mac. I also got a video game. So at 41 years old, uh, you, you have to appreciate the fact that you can still get video games 
uh, as a dad. But OGs was the more important gift. And of course, um, enjoying the wonderful variety of OGs flavors. I had no idea, Mac, that their pina colada flavor was a limited summertime uh, flavor, which, of course, we have been enjoying, enjoying actually for a little bit of time. So I need everybody to go out there and try that flavor. And of course, your favorite, the uh, the orange creamsicle. Yes, the pina colada is so good. It's to die for. We got an exclusive preview of it before it hit the stores and it is perfect for summertime. You couldn't ask for anything better besides pina colada <laughs> and summer, but nothing will ever top orange creamsicle. It's my favorite and it will always be my favorite, but they have a ton of great flavors as well besides those two. And they also have their microdose options. So if you're a newbie uh, like me and you just want to dip your toe in the water, I definitely recommend the microdose options because they're only three milligrams instead of the normal 10. Um, and it's a great way to relax, unwind, have a good time, enjoy your weekend. 10 out of 10, love OGs, my favorite thing in the whole world. Besides That's four right. <laughs> And And yeah, see, see, we get we we have all the good brands that we get to be a part of here. They're all Arizona brands and it's wonderful to support them and honestly enjoy their wonderful products so uh the the five different flavors that ogs had to offer prior to this were orange cream skull tropical blackberries and cream watermelon and raspberry orange which we haven't talked about enough on here because the raspberry orange is also very very good but uh of course they come in a variety of indica or sativa and like max said a variety of doses we can get the three milligram microdose or the 10 milligram regular dose available at a local dispensary near you so if you're interested in trying uh, og's brands make sure to go check them out at ogsbrands.com or on instagram at ogs brands that's o-g-e-e-z brands Dot com and OGEEZ brands on Instagram. You can also find their products uh, at any local dispensary near you. Must be 21 or older to purchase. And of course, just a reminder, speaking of the excitement of summer, OGs is taking over the Maya Day Club in Scottsdale this month for a pool party on January 25th. We will be there and we hope you are too. So be sure to say what's up. Uh, join us out there and, and uh, see all of the wonderful variety of uh, special goodies that OGs has to offer at that particular pool party. I'm dragging, I'm dragging Jesse to it, Mac. And I know, I know oh, how Jesse. uncomfortable it's going to make him, but he's going to have a good time. We're going to have a good, great oh, time. Jesse. <laughs> it's a, it's your right. initiation ceremony. When you move to Arizona, yes. you have to go to Maya day club and get dunked in the pool. It's like That's your right. official That's right. Arizona, Arizona statehood citizenship. We'll take him for broom ball after that, because oh, I no, still heard no more. That. Uh, by the way, Mac was very smart. She did not participate in broomball, and I still, I'm still wondering how I didn't make that similar call. But um, my I'm hip. the only one in company that uses my brain. Everybody yeah, else well, we, can't we tell, can't before. help you. Uh, Mac, I wanted to, before I let you go. Of course, it's Father's yeah. Day, and I just wanted we're we're playing the Padres next, which couldn't be more appropriate. But I wanted to ask, do you have a favorite? like memory with your dad is there something that you uh think of on this day is there uh baseball anything like that that comes up yeah so first of all i want to give a special shout out to all the girl dads out there obviously including derek um girl dads are a different breed um i actually have to give i want to dedicate all of this to my stepdad chris he stepped up in the place of an absentee father in my life and he didn't have to be my dad. He chose to be my dad. And um, I can't thank him enough for making that decision because it really positively impacted my life. So if you're a dad out there listening to this and you have stepkids that you love as your own, you guys are real ones. It's a tough job, but um, if you do it well, you're amazing. Just like my stepdad, Chris, 
And so um, we haven't had a lot of time to make a lot of memories. He's only been in my life for a short while since I've been 18, but he's made such a lasting impact on my life beyond anything I could have ever asked for. He came to all of my dad's weekends when I had them in my sorority when I was in college. He texts me all the time, checking in on sports teams. Um, we really bond over our love of the Broncos. And uh, now we're, I got him interested in hockey. So he's watching the abs with me, which yes. is really cool. Um, but I, my dad actually got to come out to Arizona for a dad's weekend. Like I mentioned that my sorority was having and we got to go to a spring training game together and um, just getting to sit there watching a spring training game, enjoying a beer, a beer with my dad was something that like meant so much to me because I didn't have that growing up. Um, and the fact that he would take some time to do that and spend time with me, even though he didn't have to, um, always means the world to me. So my dad is the best. Chris, I love you. Thank you for being the best dad I could have ever asked for. And uh, I can't wait to make more memories with you going to more sporting events and all the fun things, fishing, yes. all the things we like to do. So shout out to the girl dads out there um, and the chosen dads too, because you guys are the best. <laughs> Fantastic. Chris, you're the man. That's amazing. And you're absolutely right. It's It, it touches me a tremendous amount to see when you know, people do step up for, uh, you know, a child that isn't theirs, no matter what way that is. It's, it's just a beautiful part of humanity. A friend of the show, Megaran, uh, he's a foster dad, and I am lucky enough to be a foster uncle. And I get to uh, be around his amazing son, and I get to be a part of his life. And it touches me tremendously that uh, my friend and his wife decided to, you know, take on this kind of you know, this kind of commitment and do something like this for someone else's life. And I just think of how wonderful their little boy, the life that he has now um, compared to what his life might've been without them in it. Right. So it's it's beautiful, but I I want to shout out to my dad, Uh, my my dad, Jose. I, uh, I love my dad tremendous amount. My dad was a general manager of hotels when I was young. So that was never easy. He got moved around a lot, got, you know, just randomly changed from one you know, hotel is working for Hilton. You just got to go now be the general manager of this other hotel uh, across the country or wherever our, our lives have always been a little weird because of that, you know, and that's how we ended up in Phoenix, Arizona. But my dad was the guy uh, when it came to sports in my life and, and taking me to baseball games. Uh, My first, my first baseball game ever was at Yankee stadium. And it was like, a storybook kind of day. You know what I mean? We got the peanuts. We, we, we did the whole, you know, it was beautiful day walking out of that tunnel, seeing that field for the first time, seeing that cathedral to baseball. I'll, I'll never forget it as long as I live. Right. So, uh, but my, my, my dad, you know, uh, the baseball games, those are always my favorite memories. I think I've talked about this one quite a bit, but one of my favorite memories with my dad was when uh, we went to watch the Dodgers versus the Montreal Expos at Dodger stadium and the Dodgers lost, and they did a thing on Sunday games where they would come out and sign autographs and they didn't do that because they lost and they were in their feelings and they were boo-boo and the Montreal Expos came out. And I remember my dad, like (laughs) we like, we were leaving and my dad like grabbed me and rushed me downstairs to go because he saw the Montreal Expos, like starting to do autographs and stuff. And uh, I remember asking him like, because we were there to see the Dodgers in my, in my head as a young kid. Right. So this was just the other team that they were playing. And he told me, you become a fan of a team that makes life special for you, whatever way that is. Right. And I never became a Montreal Expos fan, but I get so much what he was trying to tell me that day, because those players 
were so cool to the fans and they stayed and they were like dressed in their suits and they stayed and signed every autograph. Right. So, uh, I just, my, my dad is, is, is the man and, uh, he's been a tremendous, uh, force in my life. Uh, I can't thank him enough. And again, much like other things I've talked about on this show, I wouldn't be here right now if it wasn't for him and uh, some of the things he taught me, like when we snuck into a basketball game with fake credentials and sat underneath the hoop, just because that's sometimes the thing you can do. So anyway, but love my pops. Shout out Jose. Uh, We appreciate all of the dads out there. Uh, I know from experience, it's not easy, but it's the most rewarding thing that I've ever done in my entire life. So, and shout out to Chris. Mac, that's beautiful, and I, I love that so much. By the way, yeah, um, but of course, like I said, we have to we have to look forward uh, at the Padres today. Uh, information came out that they will be without Manny Machado uh, in this series, at least as uh, it looks like X rays were negative, but he does have a sprained ankle, so he will be on the IL for the time being. I feel like the Diamondbacks dodged a pretty decently sized bullet there when it comes to this series with them, and at this point, I mean all uh you know not not wishing for injuries or not wishing for bad things but at this point the diamondbacks can take whatever you know luck or whatever good things they can have come their way because they have not been sharp against the teams that they should be beating so hopefully they can steal some against some of these better teams especially like the padres when they're down on personnel yeah the padres also just got swept by the rockies so if the rockies can sweep the padres the diamondbacks can definitely sweep the padres so um it always seems to work out in the Diamondbacks favor this is like the third time this season that they've had like a conspicuous injury take out a big player for the other team um so hopefully this series is extremely winnable it should be especially considering they just got swept by the Rockies so fingers crossed that we have another series win coming up against the Padres taking a look at the starters uh the one thing I'm a bit concerned about Mac is the TBD there against Sean Mania uh that should be Zach Gallon's spot in the rotation am I wrong no, I don't think you're wrong. Um, that should definitely be Zag Allen's turn. So I don't know what's going on there. Hopefully everything is okay. Um, that's like the one, uh, it would be the one bright spot in the rotation for that, <laughs> for those three games if you yeah, were there, sure. because Zach Davies and Bumgarner have really been struggling as of late. So I don't know where Mr. Gallon is or what's going on. Um, obviously nothing official has been released yet, but hopefully um, we will see him in this series because they are going to need him if they're going to beat the Padres, especially considering they're going up, up against you Darvish and Sean Manaya. So fingers crossed, Zach Allen will be making his appearance. I'm sure we'll see something there. And I mean, I, I, I think the only reason why I get concerned is the Diamondbacks obviously don't have the personnel to be extending out their starting rotation and giving guys like a, a, a day off in the rotation or whatever the case may be. So I, I'm I'm a bit worried, but again, it's also could be like what you were saying about this start uh, game two start with Luke Weaver. Maybe you know the Diamondbacks just want to get somebody else in there, get some time. Maybe take a look at another potential rotation candidate because so far the ones that they've tried to use haven't worked out. Outside of the spot start with Kyle Nelson and the bullpen game, essentially, right? The Diamondbacks haven't really found an effective fifth starter since they've lost. Humberto to Michaela hitting him with a bat and driving him out of town. I don't That's know. They say he's happened. injured, but I don't trust that. That's I don't believe not what happened. I just no. offered politely. I just offered politely to drive him from the mound back to the bullpen where he belongs, using the bullpen cart. 
and I didn't touch him. I didn't do anything. So I don't know what's wrong with Umberto, but. (laughs) Well, since we're, since we're talking about, you know, attacking players uh, on the Diamondbacks, I wanted to apologize to Madison Bumgarner and Jake Hager because I tweeted out the other night that there was some friction between the two uh, based on what I was seeing in the press box, like a mile and a half away from the mound. And I wasn't seeing anything. It was kind of like, sometimes you're given information. I think like we were told a couple of us were told in the, in the press box that they were arguing on the mound or something. And that's literally, I think all it takes sometimes for you then to start seeing with your eyes, something that's not even there. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know if Elizabeth's saying that's absolutely what happened. If you're talking about between Bumgarner and Jake Hager, but I, I have to go based on, uh, what I was told that they weren't frictioning at all. So, you know, I think the thing is, is that with especially someone like Mad Bum, he can tend to look very demonstrative, even if he's telling you happy birthday. I bet, I bet when he told his, you know, some, I bet when he said happy Father's Day to somebody, he said it way too aggressively today. You know, I bet he was like, happy Father's Day. And someone was like, damn, is he mad at me or something? And that's just the way he talked. So I don't know. But, Again, we uh, I just wanted to apologize if there was no actual friction and I was creating a storyline there. Uh, again, there's another thing where sometimes they go to the dugout and go in separate ends and it looks like they're like talking to coaches and kind of being held apart when in reality, they literally just went into different entrances in the dugout. Oh, Elizabeth is saying no because of Mac and Humberto. That actually is what happened. So yes, that, that happened. The Jake Mad Bum thing didn't happen. But of course... Uh, you know, we don't know what to expect now going forward against San Diego Padres. The Diamondbacks beat a very good Minnesota Twins team and have some decent momentum going forward against the Padres team that's now without one of their best players. They're without their two best players, but now more recently without their other best player. Yeah, so I'm uh, I'm hoping that everything's okay. Um, I hope we don't see any more Jake Hager pitching appearances. Um, <laughs> I think three is enough. Three is the max for Jake Hager, although he's done very well in all three of his pitching appearances. I mean, I kind of want to start the Cy Young rally for Jake Hager at this point. Just saying. Give um, him the, the fifth <laughs> rotation spot. Let's see yeah, what Throw Jake Hager in there. Why not? Yeah. Um, but yeah. It's see if these guys can hit three. 75 miles an hour. Yeah, it's going to be a good series nonetheless, so I'm going to be at the ballpark. Hopefully, I'll see you guys out there, too. If you see me in the ballpark, come say hi, because I love to interact with you all. That's right, for sure. And like we said, Jesse's going to be here this week. We're excited. We're going to have the crew out. Jesse's going to be in San Diego, and then we're going to also have uh, us in full force next weekend. So I'm excited for that. Uh, And you know what? I'm excited for us being right on the heels of the White Sox when it comes to the All-City Division, the only division that matters to us. Uh, White Sox right now have a few a little, little bit of a lead on the Arizona Diamondbacks but we're closing in on them we're getting ready we're gonna take them over we're gonna be first place in the all city division and like you said that's the only thing that matters so get out of the way White Sox we're coming for you that's right uh, the Rockies kind of sneaking up there too yeah, the sneaking. Cubs are just abysmal yeah the Cubs are gonna Cubs this year but hey that could have been the Diamondbacks so 25 wins at this point of the season was more than they had at this point of the season last season, which is scary to say, scary to say, but uh, Diamondbacks continue to beat teams that they shouldn't and lose to teams that they shouldn't. So uh, I don't know what to expect them. I'm, I take it. That means we'll sweep the Padres and then get swept by the Tigers in the series after that. That's what it feels like. Seems about right. Seems about right. Um, <laughs> is the Tigers uh, game, is the Tigers series home or away? It's home. So they have just a quick series in San Diego and then they come back. 
And for all uh, you going ASU forward, fans, come out and see Spencer Torkelson. That's right. That's right. That's right. What a that's great week cool. reason to come out to the ballpark. Uh, of course, another great thing to do is jump on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use our code of PHNX if you're a brand new customer and get down on the Stanley Cup Finals. That's right. We're not doing NBA. Go, Ags, go. We go, are getting Ags, down. Go. The, 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 the answer here is to bet on the Colorado Avalanche. That's do that's not bet only... against the Avs. They will make you eat your money. <laughs> that's that's what you need to do. Uh, I I do like in hockey like learning about the puck line and stuff prior to mm-hmm. the Stanley Cup coming around. I understand a little bit more. I understand about picking goals and things like that. Uh, the DNVR people were losing their minds about this game last night. By the way, this was an I incredible... was losing my mind about this game. I'm the biggest Colorado Avalanche on the face of the I mean, planet. I mean. I need to hop in and just remind everyone, Sean, sorry for calling you guys out. Sean, Leah, Petey, and Craig, and even Shane, all vote all voted against the abs. And the abs what? Dead to oh. Absolutely dead to me. Dead, dead to me. That's right. I got an avalanche no. jersey in the other room. I would put it on, but it's 112 degrees, and that's absurd for me to do the that. The abs are winning the Stanley Cup this year. It's not even jinxing it. It's just speaking into existence because they're Let's so go. good. So don't bet against the abs on the drafting sports. That's exactly. Abs. You have you know exactly what you need to do now. It's that easy. Just go. They have two more games. You have two more chances to make money. Put some big money on it because it's going to be a sweep. It's going to be over before we know it. Get down on the DraftKings Sportsbook. Use our code of PHNX. New customers can bet $5 on either NHL team to win their game. And you will get $150, oh, excuse me, $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook. It's only $100, but you get it no matter what, regardless, win or lose, on betting on either NHL team in the Stanley Cup. And like Max said, that's it's an easy answer. It's it's an, it's the Colorado Avalanche all the way. Uh, that's code PHNX at, PHNX at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the Stanley Cup Finals. Must be 21 and older, Arizona only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit required, restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Mac, thank you so much for joining me on this Father's Day. I appreciate it. I have, uh, I feel like we're family anyway so it feels great to be here with family on uh on, on a sunday on on father's day uh my oh, real daughter thanks for spending your father's day with me yeah of course uh we've talked about jinxing things and yeah i know what what can i say i'm sorry um it's it, it's what we do on this show we 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 blatantly jinx things with no attachment at all and then we completely skirt responsibility when we do jinx it but of course we thank you guys for watching us uh, joining us today we hope you all have a wonderful father's day you can follow us on twitter i'm at cap underscore caveman with a k michaela is at michaela e perkins our show is at phnx underscore dbacks but of course all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports on twitter instagram and facebook if you're watching us right now on the phnx sports youtube make sure to subscribe to that channel sign up for notifications that way you don't miss any of the live content coming out from the phnx team also if you're listening to us on your favorite audio podcasting app please subscribe to us there as well if you haven't done so already and leave us a five-star review because mac is a five-star kind of gal we thank you guys so much for joining us again happy father's day to all the dads out there we appreciate you taking the time to join us today on behalf of michaela and myself we hope you have a wonderful sunday and remember kids baseball is fun but it's so much more fun when you watch it with your dad